0: Previously, on Uncharted Territory.
1: Before I could say anything else, Dungeon Master disappeared from my sight, and the world around me resumed.
0: Lord! Lord Player!
1: Ninja shouted.
0: A building suddenly appeared!
1: That was all the proof I needed to know that she wasn't aware of anything that just happened. As far as she knew, the bunker I built just appeared out of nowhere in an instant. I'll explain later, I said. We need to get inside! You too, Mimic! And going by the fact that we went from maybe five zombies at a time trying to crawl out from the ground to what looked like hundreds of them trying to dig out at once, it turned out that my assumption for what Dungeon Master was going to do was right. Mimic had a bit of trouble jumping up high enough to get into the bunker, since there weren't any stairs, so I had to lift it up and help it hop in. Fortunately... Mimic was surprisingly light, despite how large its body was, not to mention how heavy it looked. Or maybe I was getting stronger. I already felt more capable than I should have been, but I wasn't sure. I was sure, however, that we were swarmed by zombies. My bunker worked just as well as I hoped it would. Two entrances, each one had a door. Because the bunker was lifted up off the ground and needed to be jumped up into, the zombies couldn't reach the door enough to try and damage it. Sure, they could try to scratch the bottom of it, but they weren't actually able to break it down and climb up to get inside. The hole I left in the wall around the bottom meant that the zombies could reach up and stick their arms through, and some of them even tried to climb up through the hole. But killing them was so easy from the safety of the bunker that it wasn't an issue if they could reach their arms inside. It was actually kind of funny. The zombies reached their arms inside, and then Mimic hopped from arm to arm, crushing them underneath its body and instantly killing the zombies they were attached to. Me and Ninja still didn't need to do anything, since the zombies couldn't try to climb up faster than Mimic was able to kill them. Now, if the zombies didn't explode into gore that soon despawned afterward, Then it might be a problem. The bodies could have piled up and made it easier to climb on top of to get inside. But that didn't happen. When the zombies died, they harmlessly exploded and then despawned, leaving only their loot. So, since me and Ninja didn't really need to do anything, I mined open a few holes in the walls that were at our eye level so we could look outside. Looking through the opening in the bottom only revealed whatever zombies were right outside the bunker. And once we got a good look outside, that's a lot, I said.
0: My lord, Ninja said, I feel that this can now be called an apocalypse.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong. I kind of regret thinking it was too easy before. There were zombies. A lot of zombies. An absolute horde of zombies. Hundreds, easily. Potentially thousands. I wasn't sure. There were so many bodies of zombies pressed together trying to reach us that it looked more like an ocean of rotting flesh than individual zombies. And there were still more climbing out from the ground in the distance. Well, on one hand, we're safe and I don't think they can get in here, I said. But on the other hand, I feel like it would take us hours to get through them all. And the boss shouldn't properly spawn until they're all dead, so... We might be here until the morning if... Beep! The blip from the boss sounded far closer than before. Beep! Even though Mimic only killed a couple of zombies since the last beep, it grew even louder. Meaning it was even closer.
0: Beep! Lord... Lord Player?
1: Ninja asked.
0: Your face has gone pale. Beep!
1: The zombies couldn't reach us, and they were basically harmless until they could. But the boss wouldn't have any difficulty reaching us. And bosses had a habit of destroying simple walls. Beep, beep, beep! It only beeped that fast when the boss was coming. I have to leave, I said. The boss will try to come for me. If I stay here, then he'll come charging through the walls and drop us all into the horde. Ninja got serious.
0: Then let us leave with haste.
1: You and Mimic should stay here. I'll draw the boss away and... No. That wasn't right. I couldn't just leave them behind again. They were there to fight with me, not to hide in safety. But if we all left together, then there was going to not only be a boss fighting us, but a horde of zombies swarming us. And that was going to happen to me either on my own or with help. Trying to leave on my own was idiotic. If the world behaved like I was pretty sure it did, then basically all events and anything of note were going to be focused on me and the area surrounding me. The zombie apocalypse was only happening in a certain area immediately around where I was, not everywhere. It was the same reason why bosses in other biomes wouldn't spawn even if their conditions were met, as long as I wasn't in those biomes. Things basically only happened wherever I was. The zombies that were already around the bunker might stay aggroed onto Ninja and Mimic, but any new ones that spawned would be coming straight for me while I tried to deal with the boss, not to mention some of the current horde would surely break off to follow me. If all three of us went, would that make things better? It would increase my odds if I took them with me, but would it help out enough? We'd still be swarmed by a horde, new zombies spawning, and have to deal with the boss all at once. Beep, 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 beep. What was the best option? I could go on my own or take them with me. In both cases, I would be swarmed with a horde while dealing with a boss. With just how many zombies there were out in an open field, I honestly didn't think we could survive that. I should have tried to prepare more. I shouldn't have thought the boss fight would go smoothly. I should have been more grateful when it was too easy. Treating any situation, no matter how easy it was supposed to be, as anything short of seriously life-threatening was idiotic. I got too confident after getting my chainsaw and surviving against that abnormality.
0: I grew too confident,
1: said another's voice. The voice of the woman whose soul became one with mine.
0: Because I strove to do everything on my own refusing to depend on anybody else. That was why I was left with that choice. My child or my people. It was impossible for me to make a third choice because I made it that way before the pieces were ever set on the board. Wanting to choose your own path and force an option that has not been given is delusional idealism without laying the groundwork to make that possible beforehand. Do not make the same mistake I made.
1: I knew what I had to do. Thanks, I said. My lord? Ninja asked. Ninja, Mimic, the best way for us to survive this, as guilty as I feel for suggesting it, is for you two to fight the boss on your own. But,
0: my lord, that would leave you here on your own.
1: Exactly. The boss is going to come straight for me wherever I am. And so are all the rest of the zombies. Aggro on the player is always prioritized over companions. If you and Mimic can get to the other side of the horde, you can engage the boss as he spawns and fight him without the horde harassing you. The horde will keep trying to get to me instead as long as you stay far enough away from them. And because I won't be with you you won't have to worry about more zombies spawning all around you while you fight the boss. It's either we all go together and fight the boss while trying to survive hundreds and hundreds of zombies swarming us, or you and Mimic fight the boss on your own while the rest of the zombies keep trying to climb into this bunker while I chainsaw their arms off. I don't want to send you to fight the boss without me, but I think it's the best option available to make sure we all survive." Ninja looked worried still, as her ears and tail drooped. Do you think you can handle him? Do you remember everything I told you about the fight?
0: I am confident in my skill, my lord. I am worried only for leaving your side. If anything were to happen, I do not know that I could make it back to you quickly enough.
1: I'll be fine. I promise. I need you to focus on the boss instead of worrying about me. That's my order as your lord. Forget that I even exist until the boss is dead. Ninja took a deep breath and followed it with a stern nod.
0: Understood, Lord Player.
1: Thank you. I then turned to Mimic and crouched down in front of it. You paid attention while we walked over here too, right? Mimic nodded its body. Good. I want you and Ninja up on the roof. Let Ninja hold on to you... And as soon as you see where the boss spawns, I want you to do one of your lunge attacks to fly over the horde and go straight for the boss. Understand? Another nod. Then I want you to tank the boss at first so that Ninja can take out any zombies you two aggroed. Once the zombies are dead, she can help you with the boss. Work together, alright? Another nod. This time from both of them. Alright. Get up there and get ready. Go as soon as he spawns. I doubt we have even a few more seconds. Both Ninja and Mimic went up to the roof while I swiveled my head around to look through the openings in the wall I made. The boss had some pretty convenient timing, thankfully, because he only spawned a couple of seconds after they made it up onto the roof. Fortunately, he looked normal. There didn't seem to be any changes yet. He was still the same zombie goliath that I always fought in the game. The only difference was the horde of zombies surrounding me. But still, I couldn't help but feel worried. He was a massive zombie, three times the size of an adult man. His body was absolutely ripped with muscles, despite being a zombie, and he fought like an enraged gorilla, swinging his arms around everywhere to crush anything in his path. The fight against him was pretty straightforward. He didn't have any fancy moves, other than physically charging into players and slamming the ground, resulting in rippling shockwaves. The real danger came from being grabbed by him. Whenever a character got grabbed by him during a fight... He'd stay holding on to them and repeatedly slam them into the ground until they were on the verge of death, unless they maximized their defense. He'd then follow up with another slam into the ground with his fist that the player had to quickly get out of the way from. In other words, he lived up to his name and appearance. A huge, dumb brute who was only good for his physical strength. The mechanics weren't difficult and there were no complex patterns to memorize, but even being hit once would deal an insane amount of damage. Fortunately, Mimic had a ton of health and defense, so I didn't really have to worry about Mimic unless the boss managed to grab onto Mimic for its series of attacks multiple times. Ninja? If Ninja was grabbed, he'd be able to do some serious damage to her. However... Ninja was ninja, and ninja was a ninja. She was more graceful than anybody else, and capable of dancing around enemies while making it look effortless. If anybody could avoid getting hurt, it was her. And speaking of Mimic and ninja, they just landed on the other side of the horde. The zombies who were closer to them than me got peeled away from focusing on me to target them instead. But... I didn't see any more zombies spawning past where Ninja and Mimic were. The only new zombies that spawned were all still closer to me, and tried coming to me first. As for the boss, since they got close to the boss before I ever did, the boss switched to focus on them instead of ever coming toward me. The plan worked. I still felt guilty about sending them to fight the boss without me, but I genuinely didn't trust our survival odds if we all went together. And I definitely didn't trust them if I went by myself. My new friend speaks true, the warrior king's voice said in my mind. A ruler is only as good as his men. The king who cannot rely on his soldiers is a king who is destined to fail. The explorer's voice popped into my mind next.
0: That is not quite my point. Not only that, but any society that depends on a king for leadership is going to fail in the first place.
1: But who would rule if not a king? Uh,
0: Are you serious? Do you not even know of any other forms of governance?
1: There are those ruled by kings, and those who are not yet ruled by
0: kings. I do wonder how long I will get to enjoy your company for.
1: Good. I look forward to your company as well, my friend. Only the warrior king actually sounded genuine. Also, I felt like I was going crazy, since I heard two distinct personalities having a conversation inside of me. And seeing as how I was going to be getting a bunch more hearts, did that mean I was going to end up with an entire party of ancient people talking to each other inside of my soul? Wait, you two can hear me, right? I asked, while revving up my chainsaw to deal with the zombies trying to climb into the bunker. That we can, the warrior king shouted.
0: Yes, we can, the
1: explorer answered, sounding thoroughly unamused. All right, I said, is there anything either of you can tell me about the entities? since we seem to all be dealing with the same group here.
0: There is nothing I can report that you do not already know. If anything, your discussion with the one known as Dungeon Master was far more interaction than I ever had with them.
1: It was the same for us, the warrior king added on. They did not engage with us. They subjected us to their trials without known reason. We perished at their hands for a purpose we never learned.
0: That they seem to engage with you so openly is suspicious. I do not believe you should trust them. Though, I am also curious about why their approach with you is so different from what we experienced.
1: Wise words, my friend.
0: We hardly know each other.
1: But we are in here together, sharing the same trial as our host. We may as well get along, as companions.
0: Well, At the very least, I do not mind such friendliness.
1: Listening to the two of them talk made me think of the Warrior King as a dog, and the Explorer as a cat. I was definitely going crazy. I ended up listening to the two of them talk some more. Or, Well, it was more like the Warrior King talking to the Explorer while she tried her best not to sound annoyed, while I dealt with all the zombies trying to climb inside. Dealing with the zombies around me meant I couldn't watch much of the battle against the boss, but I did get to look over every now and then. From what I could see, the zombies that got peeled away from me were all dead, so Mimic and Ninja were able to focus solely on the boss as he went through his usual attack patterns while targeting them. Ninja, just as I believed she could, managed to flawlessly dodge all of his attacks— Whether he tried to charge at her or throw a fist at her, she sidestepped or jumped over all of his attacks while counterattacking with her own. Mimic, however, was far less graceful. Mimic's attack patterns were even simpler and more brutish than the boss's, and it didn't take long for Mimic to eventually get caught in his grasp. It filled me with rage seeing the boss lift Mimic up into the air before slamming it down into the ground multiple times. But I had to bear with it. Mimic was strong. Even though Mimic got slammed into the ground over and over again, it went back to attacking the boss like nothing happened as soon as it could, while its health was barely dented. And while I might not have been able to go and help Mimic, Ninja did her best to. I wasn't the only one attached to our pet chest, after all. I knew both Guide and Ninja liked Mimic, too. And I could see a difference in Ninja's intensity after Mimic took all those attacks. Wait. Maybe too much of a difference. She became more aggressive and put herself into riskier positions... Sure, she was still able to protect herself by evading all of the boss's attacks, but she was having to evade more of them than before due to a more relentless strategy than before. And now, the boss reared back and pounded his fists against his chest as he let out a ferocious roar, loud enough to shake me where I stood in the bunker. The next phase of the battle was beginning. His limbs grew even more muscular The muscle literally tearing through his rotting skin. He'd be faster and stronger from that point onward. Though the attack patterns would remain the same. All they had to do was stay calm and... Ninja! I shouted. Don't! I knew what was happening. And even though I shouted as soon as I could, it didn't make a difference. Mimic was in the way to get grabbed and slammed around again and Ninja threw herself against Mimic to knock it out of the way, trading places with Mimic. The boss's hand, which was as large as her body, wrapped around her, leaving only her feet and head sticking out. His grip looked tight enough that a normal person would have realistically had every bone in their body broken from it. And that wasn't even the real attack. The real attack came from him, then pounding his fist, holding her into the ground over and over again. Ninja! I shouted. But what good was shouting? I needed to help her. The bunker didn't matter. I could try to distract the horde and lead them away after I helped her. But helping her came first. I rushed to the stairs and... Do you take your warrior wife so lightly? the warrior king asked. You were willing to sacrifice yourself for her, yet you will not allow her the same honor. I looked out the nearest hole before saying, but she's getting hurt. Am I supposed to just stay here and watch it happen? She can't take all those blows like Mimic. And even seeing it happen to Mimic made me want to go and kill the bastard myself. Temper your anger. Such rage will only cloud your judgment. But she she knew what would happen. And yet, she put herself in that position regardless. Do not deprive a warrior of such honor. I clenched my fists and took my anger out on the nearest zombie trying to climb inside. When I looked out the hole again, I realized I wasn't giving Ninja enough credit. She dropped to the ground with the boss's oversized fingers underneath her. Her blade held vertically along her body, facing away from her. If she did that, then the boss gripping her so tightly and slamming her into the ground over and over probably helped her saw straight through his fingers. He only performed that grab-and-slam attack with his right hand. Unless he planned on using his left hand... Then he just lost the ability to hurt them with his strongest attack again. But even though Ninja made the best out of a bad situation, I could see just how much pain she was in. She could barely move. Even when she tried to stand up to get off the fingers, she collapsed to the ground and couldn't get herself back up onto her feet. Ninja was seriously injured. Most of her bones were probably broken yet she still defiantly sawed through the boss's fingers and tried to stand afterward to carry on the fight. I need to help her, I said. I know I can't leave. I know I'm just going to ruin everything if I leave this bunker, but I have to help her.
0: I am well aware of how it feels to stand back while others suffer,
1: the explorer said.
0: But have faith in your friends.
1: If I went over there then all that was going to happen was that I would drag the horde with me to an injured ninja who couldn't move on her own anymore. I knew it was a bad idea. I knew that I couldn't actually go to her. Whining about wanting to leave and needing to help her was pointless. Those were only words, not actions. They poorly satisfied the part of me wanting to help without actually doing anything to help. The best thing to do to Actually, help would be to keep cutting down all the zombies trying to get into the bunker. If I didn't kill enough of them fast enough, then the horde was going to keep on growing in size, covering a wider area until they were spawning close enough to immediately aggro onto Ninja and Mimic. I needed to follow my part of the plan while trusting Ninja and Mimic to fulfill their part, no matter how bad things looked. I just needed to absolutely spoil the ever-living fuck out of both of them later. Whatever either of them wanted for the rest of their lives, they were getting with zero question. Looking out a hole in the wall again, I saw the boss going for Ninja again, only for a lunging Mimic to slam right into his head. Mimic didn't just slam into his head, though. Mimic bit onto his head. Mimic opened up its chest as wide as possible to shove the boss's head inside. The head was large enough that Mimic couldn't really close its body around it, but it still tried while digging its teeth into his flesh. The boss reached up to try and grab Mimic to tear it off his head, but he couldn't without his fingers, so he tried to punch himself in the head to punch Mimic off. But he was stupid and blind because of Mimic. So he punched himself in the neck instead. And he punched himself with enough force to completely cave in the front of his neck. The boss tried again and again to remove Mimic. And he sometimes managed to punch Mimic. But most of his punches only hit himself. Mimic seemed so firmly stuck to his head meant that he couldn't try attacking Ninja. But even so... Ninja still wanted to fight. She wasn't going to tap out, even though she looked like she could barely move any of her limbs. Nothing would stop her. That was why she dragged herself across the ground until she was close enough to stab her blade into the boss's foot. And she did this over and over again while he desperately tried to get rid of Mimic. When he raised his foot to try and stomp on her... She found enough strength to roll out of the way before stabbing his next foot. She refused to give up. And between Mimics chewing on the boss's head, the boss punching himself, and Ninja stabbing him in the feet over and over on top of all the damage they already did to him earlier, the boss stumbled backward and dropped to his knees. At that point, he must have been on the verge of death. And Mimic got in the final blow by finally managing to close its body around his head, biting it in half. Mimic finally dropped to the ground while leaving the boss with only the lower half of his head. And with only the lower half of his head, he was officially defeated. And he ceremoniously exploded into gore just like every other boss. With the boss's death, all the zombies who were part of the event realized what happened and understood they were doomed, so they dispersed through the forest. Fortunately, while fleeing, they didn't get aggroed onto Ninja, nor Mimic, despite some walking by them. Needless to say, I ignored any and all windows that popped up to instead run over to Ninja as fast as I could.
0: Thank you for joining us on another thrilling adventure of uncharted territory. The excitement, danger, and magic of uncharted
1: territory continues to unfold, and we can't wait to share what's in store for our next episode. So mark your calendars, because next Friday, we'll dive back into the game world for more action, mystery, and unexpected twists. Before we part ways, remember that your feedback and support keep this journey alive. If you have any questions, comments, or fan theories, Tweet at us at utpod-. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep exploring.